Okay, I gotta say, I'm pretty excited about these shirts. I mean, look how cool it is, huh? Problem, sorry, problem, fire, solved, handing the client the check. And we took out the Commercial Claims Advocate logo so that, you know, it's not just branding or anything like that, but it's cool public adjusting shirts and insurance claim shirts. We got another one that's called Claim Settler. Georgie, put a link here on how you could, how people could go ahead and purchase one of their own. So check it out. We love these shirts. It's CCA. Let's do it. Commercial Claim Show in three, in two, in one. <laughs> What's up, advocates? Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claim Show. I am your host, Vince Perry. I'm owner and CEO of Elite Resolutions. We are a public adjusting firm, and we do estimates and contents and all kinds of stuff for other public adjusting firms as well. And I'm the owner of Commercial Claims Advocate, where we provide you with all kinds of educational uh, services and educational courses and all kinds of events all over the entire country. I had been looking for an accountant for years, and I was unable to find anybody that I liked, that I worked with, and was able to do what I needed to be done to my tax and to my accountant. Jeremy David at Noble Wealth has been a godsend to me, my family, and my company. We have saved so much money in taxes I can't even begin to describe, and he knows what he's doing. You need to call Jeremy at Noble Wealth and get yourself the right accountant because he's the man who's going to help you save on taxes because ultimately, you don't want to be making money, especially if you're self-employed, and having it all go to the IRS. Call Jeremy, call Noble Wealth, and they will help you tremendously with the entire accounting process and your tax situation from A to Z. Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim. And the reason is, is it's very high pressure. And as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the build back process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, or anything like that, where they need a place to stay, Call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster or contractor or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm. But today I want to educate you. It's Content Wednesday and the day is to educate you to make sure that you're learning something new in the insurance claims process. And something right now that I'm going to talk about that doesn't seem like, it feels like it's something that should be so obvious, but it's actually a lot more difficult than what people think. And that is the date of loss. The date of loss is the most important thing that you could have in an insurance claim. You cannot submit a claim without a date of loss. Without a date of loss, the claim and the loss is no longer sudden and accidental. The most important thing that an insurance claim needs to be is it needs to be a sudden and accidental event. What is that? A hurricane, a storm, a hailstorm, a, a pipe burst, a fire, a vandalism, anything that just happens just oh my goodness, from one day to the next, that is a claim. And more often than not, if you can prove that a loss, that a claim is indeed sudden and accidental, then more often than not, your claim will be paid. However, if you cannot prove that, then you are going to have some issues. If you cannot provide a legitimate date of loss, you are going to have some issues. And the date of loss is what basically is there to help you prove that that event, that that loss, that that claim is indeed sudden and, sudden and accidental. What 
I like to say is, I quote, without a date of loss, you have no claim, and remember, sudden and accidental. That's my quote that we have on the course. It's very important that you have a date of loss. Now, why is it such a difficult thing to actually, to actually sort of prove? A lot of claims are wind events. A lot of claims are windstorms or hailstorms that may not be an actual super severe event. It may not be a named storm. It may not be, it may not be a big hurricane or earthquake or anything like that. We just have, you know, we just have events. We have windstorms that occur all the time. I live in Florida every summer, at least five or six times a year, we have some kind of windstorm that comes in where you're just like, holy crap, it just seems like a hurricane out there where you've got serious amounts of wind. Uh, in the middle of the country and up in the northeast, you've got hailstorms that happen all the time, all the time in Texas area where we are licensed as well. You're going to have at least but anywhere between one to three severe hailstorms every single year where it's golf ball size hail that's falling down from the sky. All these things cause damage to your home and to your property, which in turn is the reason why you have an insurance claim. Now, when it comes to an event like this, that is obviously your date of loss. But the reason why it starts to sort of complicate things is sometimes people experience damage to their roof or to the exterior of their home that they don't even notice. They notice the storm occurred, but nobody hops up on their roof all the time, so they don't notice that there's damage. So what happens a lot of times is you have maybe a roofer goes out or somebody goes out to the roof, they take a look and they see damage. And then what they do is that first thing that you need to do is you need to find out when did a severe storm occur. That is going to be your date of loss. But it doesn't end there because what happens too many times is people are just picking a date out of a hat. They're just saying, oh yeah, I remember something occurred that day. That's when the damage occurred. You have to be very careful with that because if there, if it is not a significant event that you actually remember, it's going to make your life much more difficult with the insurance company. So what we like to do is if we do see that there is storm damage, okay, first of all, first of all, at Elite Resolutions, we're more inclined to if we're gonna file a date for an actual storm, it's gonna be right after that storm occurs. So if tomorrow there is a severe storm that occurs, you know, we're gonna to wanna to go out to that area and within the next month or so, we're gonna to wanna to sign the claims in that area. It's a lot more difficult to go back months later and say, oh, well, that this storm, this damage occurred back on that date. First of all, you don't know for sure if that's when that damage occurred because it could be an old roof and there's been a lot of storms. Like I said, every year there's, you know, three, four big storms. Um, it could be any one of those storms or quite frankly, you're also taking too long, okay? Even if in your state you have a year to file a claim or even two years to file a claim, trust me when I tell you one of the most important post-loss obligations in your insurance policy is to notify the insurance company ASAP. So if you're waiting six months or a year or even longer to go ahead and provide that claim, so besides the fact you cannot wait that long to go ahead and submit that claim, um, it's gonna be a lot harder to prove. So you wanna make sure that it's very soon after an actual severe storm occurred. Um, the next thing is with interior damage. Okay, interior damage is a funky one too, right? A lot of times you don't notice the water damage that's going on underneath your cabinets, behind your wall, behind a shower, underneath the sink, or anything like that. You don't notice that there's damage occurring. Uh, and then what happens, you maybe start to get like a musty smell, you start to get a smell of mold, and then you go into where you're getting that smell, and all of a sudden you see mold, okay? When did the, when did the actual water start leaking? I don't know, it could have been any time. So if that's the case, when it comes to something that is 
unrecognizable and you cannot see it, then your date of loss is going to be what we call the date of discovery. Okay. That is your date of loss. And the reason is, is you can't see something going on behind your walls. That is literally a physical impossibility. So your date of discovery is when you first notice the damage. And if you abided by your post-loss obligations, which is submitted to the insurance company and notify the insurance company, then you're good to go. Now they're going to say, well, that's been happening for a long time. Well, we don't know. It could have happened yesterday. It could have happened last week, but we don't know exactly when it started. So our date of loss is correct. We abided by the post-house obligations and therefore you need to pay. So when it comes to something like that, it's your, so the difference between exterior damage and a storm, you could actually pinpoint a specific storm as to what your date of loss is. When it comes to interior water damage, unless you have like a giant freeze, like in Texas, and literally there is like raining pipes, raining water from pipes inside of the house, that's obviously the date of loss. But a lot of times there's leaks going on behind your wall that you don't notice. Don't worry about finding the specific time when it started because frankly, it's impossible. So your date of loss is going to be your date of first discovery when you first noticed it and then you went into action, called a public adjuster, called a plumber, called a mitigation company, notified the insurance company. I will like to say a question I get often, oh my God, it's mold. Now they want to go under the mold. Look, listen, mold is always started from water. It is a water damage claim. The mold portion of the claim is only going to go to remediate that mold, to test for that mold, to get rid of that mold. Everything else should go under your normal water damage, normal policy limit to build back the bathroom or whatever it is. And I think that's it. I want to get right to the point. Um, Yeah, that's it. What I really want to be specific about is the importance of a date of loss, being on point with that date of loss. So if you are doing a wind event, make sure that you are backing it up with weather reports that show a significant event actually occurred because if you do not you're going to have some issues Uh, but any kind of documentation will help i will tell you that just recently i was in a deposition and the claim ultimately did get settled and the reason why is we provided a home inspection report basically that my client had just purchased a home six months before we filed the claim storm occurred caused damage to the roof They obviously asked for the home inspection report. Guess what? That home inspection report showed no interior damage and showed no roof damage. But six months later, and there was a storm within that six months, I think we we submitted the claim about a month or two after the actual date of loss. And I say quotes because it's when the storm occurred. I don't want, you know, people to come after me with the quotes. But um, by showing showing the pre-loss, no, by showing the home inspection report, we were able to sort of prove that obviously six months before there was no damage. Two months ago, there was a storm. Now there's damage. It's hard to sort of, you know, so any kind of documentation will help. And when it comes to the interior damage, remember if it's happening behind a wall, don't worry about thinking about, because the insurance company is going to ask you, here's an issue that I have. I want to talk about really, really fast. When people file a claim on their own, they don't even know when the date of loss occurred. I don't know. I just have roof damage. I don't know. I just have damage from a, I just had mold damage. I don't know. I just see a leak going on in my bathroom. I don't know when it started. Of course not. Nobody knows. And the insurance company, the person taking down the facts, they don't, they don't know enough to sort of ask the right questions. Well, when did you first discover the damage? A lot of times they don't ask that. So what they end up doing is they end up putting a date of loss for the date that they file the claim. That's not good. Or they pick a date of loss that's a long time ago because the client is like, oh, well, I don't know. It looks like it's been there for a while. So, you know, we'll just say it happened two months ago from today. Now they're starting behind the eight ball and the insurance company is going to be like, well, why did you say two months ago? Obviously you think that the damage occurred two months ago. So therefore it did. Therefore you didn't abide by your post-loss obligations. And therefore we're going to deny the claim. Things like that happen every single day. 
So make sure that you are aware of what a date of loss is because it's a lot more complicated than it should be, right? It seems like it should be simple, but sometimes it's not. So make sure date of loss, weather reports, back it up with evidence. Date of discovery, okay, proves that you didn't know when the loss actually occurred. That's okay. That's when you first discovered it and you don't have a wind event to prove it with the interior damage. So that's pretty much it. Um, that's all I got. Date of loss. Very important subject. You guys got to know. Make sure if you want more information, guys, go in through the commercial claims advocate rabbit hole. Three years we counted of videos we have on this on all kinds of different topics. There's probably another video that I did on something with date of loss before, uh, but this one's obviously just much more specific to it. But go ahead, go through the YouTube rabbit hole. If you're looking to get into this industry, whether you're a contractor, attorney, or a public adjuster, I guarantee you're going to find some information on this channel that you're going to learn from. And all also, remember my company is Elite Resolution. We are a public adjusting firm located throughout the country. We're working large loss claims, small claims. We're providing estimate services to all kinds of public adjusters and attorneys throughout the country and roofers and contractors. It's a very, it's a thriving business. Uh, we're also doing contents damage as well. So give us a call, EliteResolutions.com. And then if you're looking to just learn more, CommercialClaimsAdvocate.com is where you're going to get that. We've got uh, one course that we have provided now. By the end of the year, we should have two more courses for you. And then also our meetup events. You gotta come out to one of our Advocates United events where we all come together. We solve problems. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Enjoy your week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.